Back in 1981, Warren Buffett talked about a metric in a Fortune magazine essay that he co-authored. And he said that he had come up with what he described as probably the best single measure of where valuations stand at any given moment. This metric over time became known as the Buffett indicator. And the way he described it, it's the value of all publicly traded securities as a percentage of the US GNP. Now in its modern form today, it compares the market cap of the Wilshire 5000 index to US GDP. Buffett's basic premise back in the day was if the relationship between the total value of all US stocks and the gross domestic product falls uh, to the sort of 70 or 80% range, that would mean the markets are undervalued. Conversely, if that relationship rose to the 200% range, that would indicate that the markets are overvalued. Now, a lot of investors who have heard of this interpret this to mean that if this indicator is at a high level, it means that the markets are set to crash. This is important because it is at a pretty high level today, but in its purest form, that's not what Buffett was saying. Buffett was saying that when prices get ahead of corporate profits, you can expect a poor returns to follow, but not necessarily a market crash. In his original formula back in 1981, Buffett used GNP as the divisor. And GNP is the uh, domestic and international activity of all US residents or entities, even if they're based abroad, so anywhere around the world. Today, it's far more common that U US GDP is used. So this is the finished value of domestic goods and services produced within the borders of the US in this case, but in that case, uh, of any country. Some calculations today use the S&P 500 to substitute for the Wilshire 5000. Some have also used the Dow Jones uh, Industrial Average as their numerator. Let's now talk about the logic of this formula and how you might be able to interpret it and use it uh, in your investment decisions. But first, I would really like to thank the sponsors of today's video, which is Passive. And Passive truly is great for investors, whether you're new or established. If you're managing your own investing, Passive is the tool. It just allows you to be a better investor. You're going to be more organized, you're going to make better investment decisions, and you're going to feel more confident with your portfolio. Passive makes it easy to connect your entire portfolio from your brokerage, and that's very powerful for you. You can manage your portfolio and analyze it as one single piece, and this saves you time and gives you a 10,000 foot view of your investment positions. Passive returns so much value in time and money because it eliminates the need for those cumbersome spreadsheets that we all seem to use. No more equations, no more calculating what you need to buy or sell and how much. No more logging in to execute those trades one by one. Set a target, have Passive do the heavy lifting. All you need to do to execute the necessary trades is one click. Passive is going to change the way you look at your assets. If you're considering big changes in your portfolio, you can create model portfolios that will allow you to understand the impact of every move you make before you actually make the move. Passive notifications give you a feeling of freedom that your portfolio is self-managing while you're doing the other things that are important to you. When the market changes and cash hits your account, you'll be notified so you can decide what to do. Passive Elite is a bargain at $99 a year. It is free for Quest Trade users. Now, if you're not a Quest Trade user, there is a free account option. No credit card is required to get you started. I will put a link to Passive in the description of this video today. Okay, let's consider the logic of this Buffett indicator. When corporate profits are elevated, the PE ratio, which is very commonly used, may actually look quite reasonable even with the high price of the shares. You got a high price shares divided by high profits. That's how you get that PE ratio. At the same time though, the Buffett indicator may be flashing a warning signal. If profits then revert back to their averages, the stock market is going to look overvalued in this case. 
The opposite then applies in periods where there is low corporate profitability, especially in times uh, of depressed economic output. In conditions like this, earnings might be so depressed that the stock market starts to look overvalued uh, based on the traditional PE ratio, even though we're seeing the lower market capitalization to GDP ratios. The Buffett indicator might be saying in conditions like this that things are actually okay. As profits then start to recover and stock prices rise in tandem with that, the Buffett indicator would seem to be a better performance indicator based on the scenario that we've just discussed here. To me, the Buffett indicator can kind of be looked at like a price to sales ratio for the entire country rather than a company. This is consistent with the interpretation of Buffett's indicator, which makes sense because it's essentially the same ratio, but it's for an entire country rather than just for one company. Now, of course, it would be prudent to point out here to remind everybody that in order to properly assess the valuation of a company, uh, you have to factor in other factors. You can't just look at price to sales as one of the uh, one of the metrics to make a final determination on that. So where are we today? Well, when you look at the Wilshire 5000 total value, you're looking at about $42.3 trillion in value out there. The US GDP, recent numbers, 26.5 trillion approximately. So if you take that 42.3 divided by the 26.5, you're gonna come up with a ratio of 159%. Now I wanna show you a chart here that I pulled from longtermtrends.net, a really good a chart that shows you this Buffett indicator. And we look back here, going back as far as about 1970, and we can see that orange line, what has happened with that indicator along the ways. If we look at history using this modern uh, measurement, so the Wilshire 500 of the US GDP, we see lows of about 33% being hit in 1982, a low of 71% in 2002, a low of 54% in 2009. We then see a high of around 81% in 1972, a high of 141 in 2000, and a high of 105% in 2007. Most recently, we've seen a high of 198% in November of 2021. Now, as I mentioned, today we are sitting at 159%. So historically, if we look back over this, using this indicator, we'll see that that is sort of in that higher valuation uh, band, certainly closer to the top now. Another thing we really have to look at here, if we look at just this metric, we can definitely see a potential flaw in how we might interpret it. The Buffett indicator has been above 120% since Q3 of 2016, since August. To be specific we've seen that number a high this means that stocks have been overvalued for about six years according to the metric now if we had expected a crash based on this if we had gone to cash obviously we would have lost out uh, with considerable growth if we just look at the major north american indices here we can see that since august of 2016 we would have left a lot of money on the table have we had we just gone with this one indicator let me share my thoughts on this indicator with you first of all really important to to, uh, to recognize that this is a valuation metric and it's not purely a market timing indicator even though it's trading at a higher range now it's not saying that you the market's about to crash and you have to go and sell sell everything the Metric measures valuations as of today, current valuations. And as we know, excessive valuations can be reflected in investor psychology. That may be what's happening today, for example, in the tech sector. The key here though with this indicator, it will provide what I would say is a reasonable estimate of long-term returns going forward. And it's quite logical. If you overpay for something, whatever that product is today, you can expect that your longer term returns to be less than if you bought it at a cheap valuation. So, you know, I would say crash or not, that's probably where we are today. 
it's not so much about the markets crashing, it's more about setting the expectations, I would say for the coming decade or so. Now, all metrics, and the Buffett indicator is no exception to that rule, have some shortcomings. I'll run through a few of those here right now. The Buffett indicator itself, I think is a great high level metric, but it's also very, very simplistic, right? And a perfect example is it considers top line revenue, but it doesn't factor in profitability into its uh, calculations there. Also, if you look at the trend, this ratio has been trending higher over a very long period of time for about the last 40 years or so. So it's reasonable that a lot of investors are questioning what is a reasonable average that should be used. The mean is in the 75 to 80% range, but many people believe that sort of 100 is a, a, a more appropriate number to indicate whether or in fact the markets are overvalued. I mean, that's uh, up to each person to determine, but I believe that, you know, like a lot of people, the new normal should probably be close to 100 or maybe even higher than that. Um, lastly, I'll point out that the Buffett indicator is impacted by the percentage of companies that are publicly traded versus private. And uh, all else being equal, if there was a large percentage of increase of companies that are public versus private, that also would cause the indicator to go up, even though nothing has changed uh, from an overall valuation perspective. A lot of people I know look at this uh, metric. It's very easy to misunderstand, but it does give us a sense of where valuations are at. Like all, it's not a silver bullet though. Now there is another metric, which is called the PEG ratio, the price to earnings to growth. And it's like the price to earnings ratio on steroids. You can learn more about that by watching this video right here. There will be a link for our investing academy in the description below. As always, thank you for watching this video and I do look forward to seeing you in the next video.